Welcome to the five things this week in social. We're the Webby award-winning podcast that breaks down the five most burning topics in social content and the apps you spend the most time thumbing through. If you're a marketer, an advertiser, or a creator, then stay right where you are. Today on the pod, like many of you, we are curious about threads and we'll be dedicating the entire conversation to it. But before I get into all that, let me introduce our panel today. First up is friend of the show from Tank, New York. It's Stephanie Thule. Hello, Stephanie. Hello. Good to be here. Question for you. What has been the highlight of the summer so far? I can tell you it's going to be the double feature Barbie and Oppenheimer movie and all of the fun press leading up to it. I'm having a blast with. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. Which one are you going to see first? I've seen a lot of opinions on this. So you wake up, you see Oppenheimer first, then you see Barbie so that your vibes are good for the night. You want to end on a high. I, I like that. I could, I could, I get with that. Yeah, I think that's good. And joining us from Gray, New York, she joined us recently on the podcast. It's Shailene Radinsky. Hello, Shailene. How's it going? Pretty good. How's summer going for you so far? Summer is going great, enjoying the weather, getting out of the city on the weekends. It's been really nice. That's awesome. Well, I'm Joey Scarillo, and I am pleased to say that my summer has also been great. And I got to spend some time on the beaches of Delaware. And if you haven't been, 10 out of 10 must endorse. Do it. All right. Now for the real task at hand, let's get into the five things. Like I said earlier, they are all about the latest player on the scene, Threads. First up, Stephanie will tell us about what Threads even is and why it came to be. Then Shailene will give us some of the first week's reactions, brand post, and the record that it set. Then Stephanie will break down what's coming, the new features, and how they stack up. Shailene will tell us about the effects Threads has on Twitter. And finally, Stephanie will explain to us the different ways agencies can approach the Threads strategy. All right, we're about to pull on that thread. Let's dive right in. Tell us, Stephanie, first up, what is Threads? Yeah. Um, so amid planning for their cage match, a new battle has begun between Meta and Twitter. Meta has officially released Threads, its standalone Twitter competitor. Adam Masseri, head of Instagram, has said that Threads is designed for public conversations, which is a direct reference to how Twitter execs have described the purpose of the platform over the years. The meta team has been transparent in that the backlash to Musk's recent limiting of how many tweets people can see in a day was really the catalyzing event for getting the app out of the door last week. They just didn't want to miss their window. Threads is strikingly similar to Twitter. The app's main feed shows posts, or threads, from accounts you follow, along with accounts recommended by Instagram's algorithm. You can repost something with your own commentary, and replies are featured in the main feed. There is currently no feed of only people you follow. Right from sign-up, Threads has an advantage over the other emerging Twitter competitors. They were really smart to make the onboarding process easy by letting you auto-populate your account info and follow list from Instagram. Instagram's verified users will also be verified on the new app automatically. On a thread, one has the option to like, reply, repost, quote, or share. Very similar to Twitter. Threads is initially available in 100 countries, including the U.S., but not in the European Union, which should be interesting as brands prepare for their global approach. Yeah, that is interesting. Steph, why why not in the EU? What are we what are we expecting the EU to have a problem with? 
Currently, there are no plans to roll out threads in EU countries. However, a person familiar with the matter has basically said that Meta is awaiting further guidance regarding the Digital Marketing Act to see if it's possible at a later stage. So, Shailene, what do you think? Why now? Why not sooner? Why not later? Why is Mark Zuckerberg pushing this app out now? Like Stephanie said, I think that there has been a lot of difficulty and people not really loving the way that Twitter is working so much right now. So I actually think that the timing of this is kind of perfect. You know, they didn't announce that they were doing anything like this. They just rolled it out and it caught on to it. And I think it's such an easy connect being able to have all of your information from Instagram and have all of your followers and all of that kind of roll over onto this new platform. There was some initial apprehension from the general public saying, you know, this is another platform they need to keep up with. And it's so similar to Twitter, you know, really what's the difference? But, you know, brands jumped right into it. And it is all of that kind of automatic audience that they're given all through their social media already. And some of our favorite social media savvy brands are taking that same very kind of casual approach that they were taking to Twitter to threads. And we're already seeing some trends that are specific to threads, like brands quote tweeting or quote threading. They're an emoji that matches whatever that brand is. And a bunch of brands are quote threading each other. And it's kind of this big chain. And that's something that we're seeing only on threads and not on Twitter. Yeah, that's interesting. Actually, that segues perfectly. So why don't you tell us about our second thing, which is sort of that first week reaction, the brand posts and some of the records that threads has hit. Threads hit 30 million signups in just 24 hours. It's currently up to 100 million signups. And I think that because there was no formal rollout and there was no announcement that this was going on, a lot of brands and the general public alike jumped into this really just fresh. And there was a lot of jokes about brands kind of signing up without any sort of approval from their legal teams or, you know, checking with their upper management and things like that. So I think that once people got a sense of what Threads was going to be like and how it was going to be a very casual platform and people could use it just to share thoughts and not have it be, you know, as formal as as Instagram. It's been a bit of discourse within some teams amongst the agency that Instagram has solely been a platform where you are perceived based solely on visual versus, you know, what your thoughts are, what you have to say and things like that. So it's been, I think a lot of people are reacting positively to being able to mesh those two things together. Yeah. Stephanie, what have been some of the reactions you've heard? Are you on the app yet? I am on the app. I have to be on the app. Of course you have to, right? (laughs) That's why we're here. But what, what are some of the reactions that you've heard from friends and people that you work with? I think that people are treating it as kind of funny. I haven't heard an outward excitement from friends. I've heard more jokes, I think, in the comparison and in the fact that this is happening from brands. The talk is all about, will this be the same as Twitter or should we treat this totally differently? And so it's a really exciting challenge for my brand peers. Yeah, no, I think that's interesting. I've, I've heard a lot of excitement too from some of my friends who are in the content space. I think any opportunity we have to try a new platform or be on a new platform is really fun. So I think this could be, this actually could be a good copycat move from Instagram. Shailene, what do you think? I mean, Meta is so known for their copycatism. And I know we're going to get probably a little bit more into this later, but what do you think? Do you think that Instagram and Meta have struck gold on this one or struck out on this one? I think they might have struck gold. I know that some people are, like myself, have been very loyal to Twitter over the years, but I think that the ability to have all of these different platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Threads, all under one house, so to speak, really 
makes it very convenient for a user and for a brand to be able to integrate all of their different kind of audiences under, again, one house. So I think that this one might really stick. Yeah, feels different. It, it doesn't feel like a feature. Speaking of features, Steph, why don't you give us the rundown of what's coming, the new features that are in threads, how they stack up, how they differ from things that we're used to in Twitter. So in a thread, Adam Aseri pointed out that the company has so far been focused on keeping the lights on and fixing bugs with this release. Now, threads can look to add several obvious missing features, as they called it, that will help the app better compete with Twitter. There's three primary new features coming, a following feed, an edit button, and the ability to search for posts. The following feed, which only shows posts by accounts a user is following, and search have been standard features on Twitter since its early days, while the ability to edit tweets was recently added and requires an $8 a month Twitter Blue subscription. Other staple Twitter features like hashtags and trend section are on the list, according to Masseri, but not a priority for the company right now. Threads engineers have also indicated a desktop or web version of the app, something several users have already been demanding, is being worked on and will arrive soon. While many of these features bring an obvious uniformity between Threads and Twitter, the meta team has indicated that they don't intend to turn their app into a copy-paste replacement for Twitter. The most prominent difference so far between the two platforms is their timeline. Like Meta's other platforms, Threads only features an algorithmic timeline, where posts are displayed based on an algorithm that decides what it thinks may be most relevant to a user. Twitter, by contrast, allows users to pick between that approach and a reverse chronological time, which displays new posts in real time. One addition I'm really curious about is their accessibility features. Threads, being a platform focused on text, image, and video sharing, should be making accessibility a priority. Unfortunately, the accessibility features currently in the app are not easily discoverable. Digital platforms will always have a responsibility to be inclusive, and so it's essential that accessibility is at the forefront of their design considerations, not added on later. Charlene, of all these features, which one jumps out to you as the thing that Twitter users are going to be most excited about and will hopefully get them over to threads? I think definitely the following tab is a huge one. I know that for myself, I like to see what the people that I follow are doing and what my friends are doing or you know, tweeting. And I think, you know, it wasn't mentioned, but a big one for me that would really make the move over to threads kind of solid would be a DM feature. I'm part of lots of Twitter group chats and lots of different things that happen. And, you know, having that feature to be able to send it directly to that group chat versus sending it to, you know, an outside message or having to send it through Instagram in that kind of way is something that's super easy. And it's just a very easy and accessible way to share information. So once that comes in, I think that that's going to be a really big feature for a lot of those people. I can say confidently and with full voice that for me, it would have to be the edit button because I am a terrible typer. And there have been many times where I've hit send on a tweet and have been like, ah, and I go back and I delete it and I retype it and try to fix it. So for me, I think it's that edit button. But yeah, I, I definitely think that that follow tab is interesting. And, and I think you're also onto something here with the DMing feature. I can imagine, you know, we've talked about in the past meta trying to really make that push with the messaging, you know, through Instagram. I can imagine that there would be some correlation there if I had to put my prediction hat on. I do want to ask you guys about more predictions. So maybe we'll get to that towards the end. But why don't we move into our fourth thing and talk about the effect this has all had on Twitter. The Elon versus Zuckerberg of it all is a big piece of this story. So Shailene, why don't you break that down for us? Yeah. So obviously I think 
from the very top, we're seeing these two mega businessmen kind of go at each other and trying to outplatform each other, so to speak. But I think that the effect that it will have on Twitter, we won't totally know for a while because I think that Twitter has outlived a lot of other platforms. It's been one of the longest lasting platforms that, you know, as a social media user myself, I've been on since day one. I think a lot of the discourse that's on Twitter right now, it's a little comical. People are saying, you know, that they have purposely kept their Twitter persona separate from their Instagram and Facebook persona. And they're not really sure how they feel about both of them meshing. But it's really, I would say from from a general public standpoint, it's more of a Twitter is almost kind of like the, the black sheep cousin at the family reunion. And Threads is the newborn baby that everybody is lusting over. But Twitter will always be there. I think that it's such a staple in the social media world that it it won't go anywhere. I think people that are really loyal to Twitter will stay loyal to Twitter. I think Threads is just a newer newer kind of shinier version. And I think that it will never replace Twitter, but it'll definitely be a, a good backup should people decide to leave Twitter, you know, in the next few years. It's so funny that you mentioned that because the first thing I posted on threads was time to bring that Twitter energy to Instagram because it is, it's so fascinating, right, Steph? And I'm curious to see what you think about this. We do sort of segment those audiences in our brain. Something that I would post on Twitter might not necessarily be the thing that I think that my Instagram audience or, you know, followers would necessarily want to engage with, whereas my Instagram audience is usually closer to my friends and family. And I kind of know that if I'm putting something out on Twitter, I'm sort of speaking to the world. But Stephanie, I'm curious, what has been your reaction to that? Or have you sort of crossed that bridge as well? I think we were already approaching or within an interesting time for Instagram because it the generations were competing a bit with what Instagram was. There's effortless Instagram versus heavily curated Instagram. And I think Twitter has, in the tone of Twitter, has always kind of fit in the middle of that. There's some curation and a lot of casualness. And with the Instagram platform already deciding who it is within that, I think that the addition of threads is going to push them more towards that Gen Z. We aren't heavily curating our content here. We didn't really get into this in that thing, Shailene, but I am curious, what do you think this means, not just for Twitter, but we've been talking about for months, all these other apps popping up that are trying to take on Twitter, trying to be that new Twitter, like Blue Sky, Hive, and Mastodon. And then out of nowhere, Meta shows up with threads and just kind of knocks them all out of the park. What do you think is going to happen to some of those newer apps? And what are some of the advantages that Instagram has over these other apps? Well, for those newer apps, I think that it is harder to integrate yourself and build a following on a totally new app and get your followers to download a new app and, you know, associate themselves with new features and a new platform and things like that versus the huge advantage that Instagram has is when you sign up for threads, it gives you the option to follow everybody that you already follow on Instagram. And it gives all of your followers an announcement that you're on threads. It's linked directly to your Instagram profile. And I think that an advantage there for a lot of creators, and this is, again, a lot of discourse that's been happening amongst some of our teams, is that this now, like we touched on earlier, gives creators the opportunity to really show their personality and connect with their audiences in a new way that they weren't able to do so before. So, you know, that sports player that you follow or, you know, the Instagram model that you follow who you might not know what they're like on a day-to-day basis, you're getting more of an inside view on kind of, you know, what their thoughts are and how they're feeling and, you know, just generally what their personality kind of is 
through threads without having to build an entirely new audience. Shailene, you make such a great point too about having that natural, all of the followers coming over and it just feels really seamless seamless thread, if you will. But also, I would imagine, too, from an infrastructure standpoint on the app building side, right? If you've already got Instagram in your corner, you don't have to worry about all the bugs that sort of come with starting a new app and, you know, building all these people coming to your app for the first time. I would imagine that Meta is way more equipped than Blue Sky, Hive, and Mastodon. Nothing against those developers, but I just think that they're significantly at a disadvantage. Okay, let's get into our fifth thing. Stephanie, I know we started touching on a little bit about how this will affect content creators and influencers, but I want to know what are the different ways that agencies can approach a Threads strategy? It's no surprise that so far the brands making the biggest splash are the consumer brands. Many already had substantial followings on Instagram. It gave them the ready-made following. It's part of the brilliance of this release. We know that. Now, early strategies from brands are favoring a combination of Twitter and Instagram tactics. They are using this lighter tone than Twitter with fewer visuals than Instagram. I immediately checked on Wendy's to see how they were treating it. And so far, they've kept their winning Twitter tone of voice pretty cleanly on there and also managed to get impressively both Zuckerberg and Musk to interact with them. National Geographic is another interesting brand so far. They have a major Instagram following of almost 300 million people, and they've already managed to transfer 4 million of those to threads. But because this magazine is so based in photography, I was curious how they would attack their threads approach. And so far, they've found their way in with a strong emphasis on audience engagement. They ask people for captions give answers to broad questions and more. And it's been a simple but effective strategy for them. I think that this tells us that we need to not assume a strategy, but lean into who your brand is. Shailene and I focus a lot of our time on influencers. So that was another area we found really interesting in this first week of the app. As creators begin to navigate the new platform, we notice that they've been engaging in discourse around whether to use their Instagram persona versus their Twitter persona on threads. And it's likely that the threads audience will not be interested in Instagram type heavily curated content. I think that the threads content will call for more in the moment real time updates, which a lot of influencers do lean into with their stories. And I'm curious if it'll take some of the story traction over to threads as more of the real-time moment between the apps. I do expect that when these new features we talked about were added, the algorithms will shift and the platform will quickly develop a unique identity that it doesn't currently have. It's figuring it out right now. Threads will be an app that we spend the rest of the summer watching super closely to continuously evolve our approach to it. So interesting. Shailene, I'm curious, as an expert in the influencer space, who has jumped out to you really early and caught your attention on Threads? So a lot of smaller creators on Instagram, so, you know, speaking anywhere from the 20,000 to 30,000 range, have really jumped out to me because they are using this as an opportunity to grow their audience even further on Instagram. Um, you know, they're, they're sharing a lot of insights into their daily life. They're sharing new posts, lots of other exciting things that they're working on, and they're treating it, like Stephanie said, almost as not a replacement for stories, but, you know, things that Maybe you would normally put on your Snapchat or, you know, something like that, something that's not so 
as aesthetically pleasing that you would put want to put on your story, they're putting on threads instead. But someone in particular that I love, I love the whole family, is one of the Oshri sisters, Margot Oshri. She has shared a lot of her personality and kind of how she, she acts. And she's on her sister's podcast sometimes. But, you know, there hasn't really been an opportunity to get to know her so well. And I follow her on threads. She's one of the, the first people that I did follow. And she is threading all the time. And it's always really funny things, just whatever kind of pops into her brain. And it's someone that I would have never pegged to be, you know, this super funny, super outgoing person until I followed them on threads. So I think that this kind of ties it all back together in that threads is really giving creators the opportunity to express themselves in a new way. That's great. Okay. So as we wrap it up, I want to just ask you both, and we'll start with Shailene, what is your big prediction? What, where do you think threads is going? What do you think Meta is going to do with it? Anything that you think is going to shake things up? With some of the new features that Threads is going to be rolling out, it's going to make it a much more attractive app for Twitter users. I think that there there has been a lot of discourse around users being kind of frustrated with Twitter and a lot of the changes that are being made. I think this is a huge wake-up call for Twitter. And I think that they might start to pull back some of the initial features that they did roll out when Elon Musk took over, such as, you know, paying to view a certain amount of tweets a day or paying to, you know, edit a tweet, things like that. I think they're going to do whatever they can to keep users on the app. And like I said earlier, I think I think that Twitter has withstood the test of time. And I don't think that so much will change there. I think if anything, it will, you know, it'll stay the same. I think threads will continue to grow just because it is such an easy, accessible app for so many people. But I'm excited to see what that looks like, you know, closer to the end of the year after some of these new features are rolled out and more and more people continue to sign up. Yeah. Stephanie, same question to you. Meta does such a good job of executing proven concepts. And so just like reels, just like stories, I think that this is going to do well. What I'm really excited to see with this is the emergence of new creators and even new standout brands. Every time you get a new app, you can't just assume that it'll be all the main players. Think of Vine and all the new faces that brought us and then TikTok again. And so I'm excited to meet some new faces in entertainment. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited too. And my big prediction, and you know, this is based on conversations that we've had on this show throughout the years, but I actually could see them eventually moving more of the static imagery, the story, the feed content from Instagram over to threads and freeing up some of that bandwidth on Instagram to be more about reels and video. I think that's the direction they've been going in. I know that there was a push to keep images on Instagram, but now I think with the addition of threads that actually gives another platform for static images to to have a place in, in the ecosystem of Meta. So be very interested to see how this affects our Instagram feed and the images that we've been posting over the years. Before we wrap it up, I'm just curious if you both know the number offhand of your threads invitation number. Do you know, Shailene, where you ranked? Are you in the hundreds of thousands, the millions, the hundreds of millions? I want to say that I was somewhere in the maybe 100,000, 200,000 range, but I took it off of my Instagram bio, so... I don't know how to check that anymore. Oh, I didn't even know you could take it off because I feel like all that is is just more social cachet. Stephanie, where did you land? Do you remember? I took it off immediately. And then I immediately thought to myself, I should have at least screenshotted this. Like this is a moment in time in social media history and I'll never know what number I was now. 
Well, I still have mine on there because I didn't know you could remove it, but now I will go and do that. But I was in the 38 million range because I I, I, I was on vacation and I heard about threads late. I wasn't paying that close of attention to my phone. I was enjoying early July. All right, well, that does it for us. If you don't already, be sure to follow us, share us, review us, like us, or write to us with your questions, comments, concerns, points of interest, or complaints, or just send us a thing you want us to discuss. You can do all of that by emailing us at podcasts at grade.com. Of course, I want to thank our panel, Stephanie and Shailene. And as always, thanks to Samantha Geller, Amanda Fuentes, and the crew at Gramercy Park Studios behind the scenes. This week, we want to give another quick special shout out to Cameron and Caroline, our friends over at GPS. You know what you've done for us. You're great. And on the most recent episode of Gray Matter, a podcast about ideas, we chatted with author Cindy Spiegel about her experience writing her second book, micro joys, finding hope, especially when life is not okay. After a year of personal struggle and loss, Cindy wrote micro joys, which is a collection of personal essays designed to help us find joy wherever we can. You can hear about Cindy's journey writing the book, the lessons she learned from the people closest to her, and a recent micro joy in her life by checking out Gray Matter, a podcast about ideas. You can listen to that show wherever you listen to this one. Well, that does it for us. Thank you, listener. And please, as always, regardless of what app you're using, be social. The Five Things are written and researched by the Social and Connections team at Gray New York, produced by Joey Scarillo and Samantha Geller. Mixed at Gramercy Park Studios by Amanda Fuentes and Guy Rosemarin, with post-production support from Ned Martin. Additional support by Christina Hyde and Adrian Hopkins. Gray is a global creative agency whose mission is putting famously effective ideas into the world. Check out more at gray.com.